0: Chapter Twenty of Grace Harlowe's Return to Overton Campus by Jessie Graham Flower. This LibriFox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Twenty: A Double Puzzle. Mary Reynolds slipped into her place at dinner that night with red eyelids and a woe-begone expression on her small face. Evelyn did not enter the dining room until after the others had began their meal despite the air of careless indifference with which she took her seat grace fancied she saw a gleam of anxiety in her eyes from the few words she had overheard she understood not only the meaning of mary's dejection but only of evelyn's anxious look but what was it that evelyn had required of mary and that mary had bluntly refused to do suppose evelyn had involved herself in some fresh difficulty to grace the thought was distinctly disturbing still she felt that it was not within her province to interfere after all it might be nothing of vital importance merely a girl's disagreement resolutely dismissing the matter from her mind grace thought no more of it that evening evelyn came to her as she sat reading in the living room and in her most distant manner notified grace that she intended to go to the dance to be given by the gamma kappa phi a wilson fraternity at their fraternity house miss hilton a member of the overton faculty would chaperone her there were four other freshmen besides herself invited grace made no objection to evelyn's announcement after the severe reprimand she had received it was hardly probable that evelyn would again misrepresent matters Quite by accident the next day she encountered Miss Hilton upon the campus, and the teacher confirmed Evelyn's story by mentioning the dance and inquiring if Grace had been asked to do chaperone duty. I'm surprised that you weren't, had been Miss Hilton's comment when Grace answered that her services had not been solicited. Grace had smiled herself as she went on her way. She was not in the least surprised at not being invited by Evelyn to play chaperone. She was glad that she had not been asked. She decided that she would not have accepted. The dance was to be held on the Friday evening of the following week, and on the Saturday morning after she would be on her way to Oakdale. How long and yet how short the days seemed that lay between her and home. Long because of her impatience to see her father and mother, short because of the multifold details to be attended to in Harlowe House. I'm so tired. She sighed when at seven o'clock on Friday evening she saw her trunk and Emma's safely in the hands of the expressman. Thank goodness our packing is done and gone and out of the way. Let's do recreation stunts tonight, Emma. Suppose we call upon Kathleen and Patience. Incidentally, we can pay our respects to Laura Atkins and Mildred Taylor. If they aren't busy, we might have a quiet celebration just for Old Lang Syne at Vinton's. We can be home by ten o'clock. "'All right,' agreed Emma, who knelt on the floor, her glasses pushed above her forehead, wrestling valiantly with the refractory strap of her suitcase. A moment and she had buckled it into place with a triumphant cluck. "'There, that won't have to be done at the last minute. Shall I telephone the girls that we are coming? It's after seven now.' "'Yes, do.' Emma left the room, returning shortly. "'They are all at home.' THE SOONER WE REACH WAYNE HALL, THE SOONER THE CELEBRATION WILL BEGIN, SHE REMINDED. THEN WE'LL GO AT ONCE. FIVE MINUTES LATER, THE TWO YOUNG WOMEN WERE ON THEIR WAY ACROSS THE CAMPUS. AS THEY NEARED WAYNE HALL, A limousine PASSED CONTAINING MISS HILTON, ALTHEA PARKER, AND A FRESHMAN FRIEND OF EVELYN'S. ALTHEA WAS DRIVING. SHE BOWED CURTLY TO GRACE AND EMMA AS HER CAR WHIZZED BY THEM. THEY'RE GOING FOR EVELYN, I SUPPOSE, COMMENTED EMMA. "'Yes. Oh, bother!' exclaimed Grace. "'I've forgotten a letter to Arline which I must mail tonight. "'Will you wait until I go back for it?' "'With light feet, Grace sped across the campus, "'letting herself into the house with her latchkey. "'As she stepped into the hall, "'a buzz of voices caused her eyes to be fixed on the living-room. "'Through the parted curtains she saw a dazzling figure "'which was standing in the middle of the living-room, "'surrounded by a group of admiring girls.' It was evelyn looking like some wonderful fairy vision in a gown of apricot satin and chiffon embroidered with exquisite little sprays of tiny rosebuds the excitement of wholesale admiration had deepened the blue of her eyes to violet and her usual expression of bored indifference had changed to one of intense animation due to her love of adulation grace watched her fascinatedly for a moment then, remembering that Emma was waiting for her, she hurried on upstairs for her letter and out of the house unobserved by the group of girls in the living room. "'Was I gone long?' she asked as she rejoined her friend. I stopped for a minute in the hall to look at Evelyn Ward. She was posing in the middle of the living room for the benefit of an admiring populace. She is going to the Gamma Kappa Phi dance. Miss Hilton and Miss Parker and some of our girls composed the populace. I suppose I ought to have gone in and spoken to them instead of slipping out like a criminal, but I didn't wish to lose time. Really, Emma, I can't begin to tell you how beautiful Evelyn looked. Her white silk Evelyn gown is a work of art. I wish I had a sister, Ida, to sew for me, commented Emma. Oh, she wasn't wearing her white silk. Her gown was apricot satin. Grace came to an abrupt stop. Why, she... that was a new gown. How could she have a new gown when her sister is too ill to make it? Supplemented Emma dryly. The two pairs of eyes exchanged questioning glances. She may have brought it with her when she came to Overton, said Grace. She is very secretive, you know. All along she may have been saving it for some such occasion as this dance. True enough, admitted Emma. Always take people at their face value until you find they haven't any she added cheerfully. I shall, declared Grace. I'm not going to spoil my Easter vacation by worrying over something that is really Evelyn's own affair. End of chapter 20